0: Hey, this is Meet Mortensen, conversations with team members building their careers with us. We're talking to the people who are innovating our industry, who are improving the built world. And that's from the field to the office. These conversations are geared towards giving you an inside look into how the people of Mortensen approach a problem, how they think about the type of work that they do, the nitty gritty of their roles. We're talking about what motivates them and how we accomplish things. We want to give you as much detail into our culture and what it's like to work here as we possibly can. It's also fun to showcase all these incredible people that we have working here at Mortensen. So, let's get into it. Enjoy the conversation. So, I guess let's let's just start off and have Cami go ahead and introduce yourself. Talk about how long you've been here, and then um, Bobby, we can have you do it after after Cami as well.
1: Sure. Thanks, Justin. So my name is Cami Jidio. I am one of the safety managers for the Solar and Renewable Energy Group for Mortonson Construction. I've been with the company about five years now, uh, traveling around to the various project sites. I actually started uh, working on the site as a safety engineer one, and my first Texas or my first project was actually in West Texas uh, near McCamey. Um And then since then, I've kind of moved up and now I'm in more of a regional safety manager role, predominantly, again, located in Texas. So I've been in and out of the state of Texas for quite some time, gotten really familiar with it and uh, actually really enjoy living here now.
2: Hi, I'm Bobby Rolopez. I'm proud to say I've been with Mortensen going on 14 years. I'm in talent acquisition and I love what I do. My goal is to find top talent that is driven and innovative and believe in the zero-injury culture. At Mortensen, we believe in a zero-injury culture and we strive for that every day.
0: So I'm Justin Swerka, uh, Recruitment Marketing Manager here, and my goal is to help paint the, the picture for future candidates, talking with people like Bobby and like Cammy to help them understand what it means to join Mortensen, and set the expectations. So before they apply, they get a good understanding of of what's in it for them and what the day-to-day could look like.
2: So today we're going to talk to Cammie about Mortensen's safety culture and about solar. But first, before we actually start that, Cammie, let's talk about solar and just give an overview of solar and what you're actually doing. So first, let's talk about solar and the workforce and tell everyone what that the workforce is actually made up of.
1: Sure. Uh, So solar, uh, so basically what we do is we build large projects for utility scale. And we are an EPC contractor. And what EPC stands for is engineering, procurement, and construction. Um, And so we travel around um, typically our customers, our our utility companies, um, and we're the general contractor for that. So our workforce uh, can consist of anywhere from 50% of career travelers, which are team members who have been with us and traveled with us uh, to various projects are willing to relocate and they kind of just live their lives on the road. Um, they are skilled in their scopes of work. So a lot of our career travelers are, you know, foreman level or general foreman level. Um, and then we also hire quite a few team members from the local workforce. And uh, so when we talk, when we go and uh, recruit from the local workforce, we are uh, kind of limited with people who have construction experience. So we really are, uh, kind of in a unique way, training people from the ground up for what they're gonna be doing on a solar field. So we spend a lot of time with them at the front end, just specializing in construction safety, um, you know, culture, building culture, understanding the company and aligning um, the company values too with that training approach for these new team members.
2: That safety with your workforce the new people coming in that takes a lot from you and all of your safety staff to really get them trained up in the very beginning
1: so at peak it could be anywhere upwards of you know 800 to 900 crafts and i think it's a team effort um the safety professionals on the site do cover a lot of that training scope Um, but we do have superintendents who are involved in those initial trainings general foreman who come in and talk to our new team members Um, and it is very structured so our entire solar group we pretty much have that very similar training format for our new team members and really the only thing that is varies is your um, actual maybe environmental risks on the site depending on where you're working but we kind of stick to that structured training format for all of our new team members it does take um, a lot of focus and also it's important to also have on those larger teams some type of organizational structure in place too, to kind of help support the different functions, right? So we have a mechanical scope and an electrical scope, but you also want to be able to have enough resources to help support both of those scopes as well. So, you know, and I think that the onsite safety teams, again, they're there to help coach, help mentor, help build that culture, but also support those various scopes on the site.
0: Kim, one of the things that, sticks out for me based on our conversations is the the self-perform aspect of the work that you do and that's a little unique as well right
1: yep and so self-perform we are literally performing all scopes of our work so we have very few subcontractors on site which is a little bit different than maybe commercial construction um, where the majority of your workforces, you're dealing with subcontractors, right? So um, we are self-performing all mechanical and electrical scopes. We also have a power division that helps us build the substations on site um, and energize. And then we also have a civil division within Mortensen who helps us, you know, builds our roads and gets them ready. And then, you know, helps us with SWIP and other, uh, civil scopes. So when we do subcontract the workout, it, it's not a lot of subcontractors. It may be like the fencing scope or something else like that.
0: One of the things that is standing out to me is that it, it seems that in order to drive the safety, um, on a project and the engagement in it, that it's, it's everybody. Um, so what are the main factors in your mind that are making it easy and, um, I don't know, that really are just driving it forward. Like, how do you keep it top of mind?
1: Yeah. So I think first and foremost, uh, in order to drive safety and keep that engagement there, everyone is a leader in safety at Mortensen and really setting that expectation in the beginning that everybody not only has the ability, but they have the obligation to stop work. I think that's really critical. Um, Mortensen takes it one step further with focusing on obligations, which inherently, I think, align your morals, values and commitments between our team members and those core principles of the company. And I think in turn, that really keeps safety at the forefront and focused in all of our communication efforts, our planning efforts and our different scopes of work.
0: Yeah. And that's something that, you know, Bobby and I aren't out in the field, but you, know, you mentioned kind of the culture aspect of it. And every meeting that we start, at least in the office, is, is with a safety moment in the morning and a culture moment um, in the afternoon. And I think that, at least for me, really drives home the, um, the aspect of like safety is, is top of mind and, and how we drive it forward, both from the office um, and out in the field. Are there are there anything that you're doing or that you're seeing that's different that's out in the field that that also helps um, empower people?
1: So construction safety traditionally has been viewed as go out to the field, sit in your truck, watch some crews, you know, check some paperwork. And it's not there's not high expectations set for that role for role and responsibilities right there's really no measurable deliverables or you know measurable outcomes there but there are higher expectations right we're really looking for leaders in the industry we're looking for people who are going to be proactive they're not just going to go out to the field and sit in their truck i mean that's the old way right and we're We're on that verge of leading the industry into where we're trying to really influence behavioral change and impact the workforce and drive down our metrics in a very strategic way where we can measure deliverables and measure outcomes. So Mortensen provides a lot of structured kind of tools or programs to set people up for success. Um, that help empower both our craft team members and then also our supervisory team members. So it kind of, you know, makes it second nature um, because, again, we're they're constantly the company's constantly just providing us with these resources um, to help grow and develop. Um, And so kind of talking about it on a high level, I think it sounds kind of simple, especially when we talk about basic communication functions and building cultures. Uh, but I've actually throughout working with various teams found quite the opposite. Uh, So sometimes we say, hey, just communicate with each other, just talk to each other. And we assume that everyone knows how to do that effectively, which always isn't the case, right? So it's really interesting when you work with a team or a company or whatever the scenario is, and you can tell immediately that that team is not effectively communicating on all levels. And I think that leads to bigger issues long term such as you know quality issues maybe rework schedule delays cost delays um you know whatever it may be i think and what it comes down to is utilizing the right tools to help people be successful and mortensen does a great job at providing those communication tools so we implement programs that we call like crew sponsorship which is also known as an empty desk program so Every Monday, the project management team will make it a priority to leave the office and engage with their assigned crews to understand where those crew members need support. It might be better tools or a red line for their standard work instructions, but the concept is this servant leadership mentality. So just letting your crew members know that they have a friend in the office or that you know, you're know you there to support them. So we, we do this program by giving our super, supervisory staff an outline list of questions um, that the engineers, project managers, superintendents, safety engineers, they all can ask the crew members to make sure that we're really setting them up for success and also giving them an opportunity to voice their opinions and concerns in a safe way. Um, So I think that's a really different approach than some other companies. And I only, you know, I really focused on crew sponsor, but there's a ton of other programs that Mortensen does and, you know, helps train our management staff on to really increase that communication and that engagement.
2: We know that Mortensen is an industry leader in safety. We know we aren't lip service. We are doing safety right when no one is looking. Cami, outside factors can distract team members and they may not be focused on safety a certain day or complacency sets in. Tell us what your approach is when you see this happening and team members not following safety processes.
1: I think that as safety professionals, You know, regardless of any company you work for, you have to remember that we're working with humans, not robots. Right. So there's always going to be a level of human error associated um, or a contributing factor with accidents, incidents. And the biggest thing that people probably don't recognize about themselves or ourselves um, is how limited we sometimes are. And I'm not trying to say that in a negative way. We all, I think as humans have an inability to objectively rate ourselves in many instances. So we need to approach working with people from a humanistic approach. And I really think that's the critical piece there. So in order to change behavior, you have to have some psychological or behavioral based approaches built into your safety program fundamentally. Um, So like an example of this is when, You're approaching conflict or approaching maybe an issue or something that needs to be corrected, you approach it as a collaborator, not an adversary, right? So you're looking for a win win outcome because um, you don't want to leave that conversation, you know, having one person feel bad, you know, and the other person feel good. And like, I was right, you were wrong type of mentality. You want both parties to win. You want somebody to understand, you know, maybe why that issue had to be corrected and then learn from that so that they don't repeat that behavior moving forward. And you have to speak to people like you're a person, right? So respect each other, um, you know, understand that people have deeper needs and, you know, be just personable about it. So I always encourage Safety professionals when they're approaching, you know, ask somebody how they're doing today or, you know, if you know them, how their family is, how their kids are, you know, things like that. Um, Don't just come up to them and say, hey, put your safety glasses on, you know, start that conversation and be personable. A different approach is replacing blame with curiosity. So adopt that learning mindset, right? It's not always somebody's fault. Um, So we always have to approach something like in a learning or a growth mindset we if if we approach every problem that we encounter um, with the mindset that we have the best solution we're never going to learn and we're never going to grow right and that that just comes down to kind of again those psychological basics of approaching safety that i think is a different approach that more utilizes
2: you know also um i just want to bring up you had brought up that everyone's accountable again not pointing fingers I thought that that was really great because everyone's afraid to say I was there or this happened. Let's just all say we're all accountable.
1: You know, I think about it too, because I know Bobby um, in your role, I'm sure you see this a lot, but you know, many of our team members, they will leave, you know, they might leave Mortensen. Renewable energy industry is a pretty small industry. We see a lot of people kind of rotate throughout companies throughout the years and it's a common thing. But our team members, you know, they really, they come back to Mortensen. And I think it's because of a lot of what we've already talked about, um, because your voice matters here in point blank period, right? This company will do what they can and continue to reinvest their resources in in their team members. So it really isn't just lip service on the CEO and the VP, they talk about safety, um, they make it a priority and they put their money behind it and they support it. And our team members understand that when they work for Mortensen, they have a voice and it matters. And I think that it really is the true difference between working for Mortenson and working for another uh, company in the industry.
2: Cami, you've been here a while. You obviously are passionate about safety and what Mortensen does. What keeps you here? So
1: I honestly just really love the culture of Mortensen. I think their core values with Lead Blue and, you know, for those of you listening who might not be familiar with Lead Blue, it's really focused on doing the right thing, we before me, and inspiring what's possible. But it's just those concepts have helped me grow and develop and be so much better, not just in a professional aspect, but also in a personal aspect, right? So I just think that constant investment or the approach that Mortensen has to reinvesting in the team members and valuing their opinions, valuing their voices, it just makes the company better, right? Um, Because it's that that atmosphere of collaboration and asking questions and wanting to grow and wanting to develop. And the people that have been here a while and continue to stay with the company, we all kind of have that same mentality or approach on life anyways. Um, So I just think that that manifests and it really results in an environment that is just a really great place to work. It feels supportive and you feel like you matter. You have a purpose. So when you can combine the majority of your time spent, which is typically work for most people, right? And you also can combine that with some type of purpose and feel, you know, that you're helping or you're you're contributing to something that's bigger than you, I think that's really impactful. So I think for all those reasons Mortensen's the best place, you know, to work, especially as a safety professional.
2: Thank you, Cami, for your time today. Justin and I really appreciate the time you gave us. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. And thanks so much for the opportunity. Uh, I really um, appreciate, you know, being able to kind of talk a little bit more about my thoughts and perspectives and also highlight the great things that the company's doing. So thank you.
0: That's it. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please reach out to us if you have any questions, but we really hope you enjoyed this episode of Meet Mortensen. Have a great day. Thank you.